Yeah, baby. We back. We are back. Welcome to season two of You Don't Look Like a Therapist, a mental health podcast with myself, Mitchell Paulson, licensed professional clinical counselor, private practice therapy owner, Denver, Colorado, St. Paul, Minnesota. Super glad to be here. Super stoked to be back, guys. I know it's been a while. I bet you thought I forgot about you, but I didn't. I did it. I was just taking some time, taking some time to reflect, perfect a few things, see if we wanted to do another season and see how we can move forward with the You Don't Look Like a Therapist podcast. Really stoked to be back. Thank you guys for joining me. Whether you're watching on Spotify or YouTube, you're streaming someplace else. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Starting off today, the second season. I know, I know. Season one was only four episodes, but hey, I think sometimes that's the way to go. I think sometimes in life, you have to just try some things out, experiment a little bit, see what works, see what didn't, reflect back, make some changes, look for some growth and try to find a better path forward. And I think that's what we did. I think that's what I did with this first season. And so season one, to me, a little four pack. Those of us who drink these good craft beers, we know sometimes the best things come in those little four packs. And so that's what I did with season one. I had some great guests on, had some great content. I had my man Ty come on and talk about loss, specifically hidden loss. I had my man Jojo come on. We talked about relationships and some of the keys to maintaining, thriving in long-term relationships. And I had my big sis Holly come on and talk about identity development and this idea of finding your passion and finding a way forward, really exploring who we are and how we lean into that. So for me, I thought we had a great first season and it felt like a good time to take a pause. As you guys all know, life gets super busy. Don't always have a ton of time to record this. I mean, it's shit. It's tough to be a therapist. Work all day, try to get to the gym quick, try to get outside, try to fill my cup, try to try to be around for all the people that I love. And those are all just really great, great excuses, great excuses for why it's taken me a while to get back to the podcast. But I'm back now, super stoked for season two. And I can't wait for you guys to be a part of this with me because it's going to be a great season. I think we'll probably do more than four episodes this time. So we've got some exciting stuff coming up for you. I can't wait to, to see what happens. We're going to cover a lot of topics this, uh, this season. Got my trusty little notepad here with me. Got my cold beer here with me. We're going to continue to do that. We're always going to drink cold beer. We're always going to talk shit. We're always going to have some cool topics for you guys to listen to. And I hope that you guys will really enjoy the guests that I have, the repeat guests that are coming back again. And I hope you guys stick with me. It's been a great, great start to the podcast. And I think we got some good stuff coming up. This, this season, we're going to talk about things like how do you maintain your well-being as an employee, as a supervisor, manager, business owner? How do you maintain the well-being, the happiness, the positive environment for those who are working for you? Subsequently, we're also going to talk about as an employee yourself. We're stressed, man. Life is tough. We know that. So how are you going to stay healthy as an employee? What kind of things do you do to balance life and work? I use this term a lot. We're going to talk about it when we get to that episode. It's not so much balance, man. Life is always, always tough. There's a lot of shit going on for all of us all the time. So it's rare that life isn't perfect balance. But how do we keep things in harmony? I think that's a better term. How do we keep things in harmony so that life feels good and we feel like we're making progress and we're happy and we're healthy, but we're still getting the shit done that we need to get done? We're going to bring JoJo back very, very regularly. JoJo is going to be probably a regular participant, most likely every episode, but for the most part, JoJo is going to be around. He's my favorite therapist. You guys know this very much. JoJo also leads a huge team for a hospital. He's a great- We're going to bring my sister Holly back. We're going to continue that discussion about identity and leaning into who we are and how we find that. Not only as young people, this time Hall and I are going to talk about some other stuff. How do you change careers or maybe change an identity, go through some life transitions as we get older? 
And what does that mean? How do we lean, lean into that? How do we explore who we are when we're changing and we're going through life transitions? And, and how do we figure that out? And how do we express ourselves? And how do we be true to who we are and who we are at our core? So we're going to bring my big sis back. Colin and I are going to continue that conversation for sure. We're going to talk about having hard conversations and the idea of healthy conflict. A lot of us, there's a lot of us, whether we grew up this way or it's just not in our DNA or we've had some trauma in our past, that conflict is really scary, really anxiety provoking, really tough for us to deal with. And so we're going to talk about the idea of healthy conflict, specifically in relationships. Look, we all know it. The longer you're with somebody, you know you're going to annoy the shit out of each other. You know there's going to be points where you're like, man, I would give anything to get away from this person as quickly as I can. And other points where we absolutely love them person and hopefully more points where we love the person and, we, and they fill our cup and we love them so much that we can't wait to see them and all the other good stuff. But there is a piece to relationships with healthy conflict and we have to learn how to navigate conflict. We have to learn how to have difficult conversations. We have to learn how to communicate in different ways, even when it's really hard for us and it brings up all this anxiety and stress and fear. But how do we lean into that? How do we communicate well when we're super anxious and overwhelmed? How do we be authentic to ourselves and authentic with our lived experience with our partners because healthy conflict can be really, really valuable to relationships. So we're still going to talk a lot about the idea of schools and school stuff and what's going on in schools and for our young people. We all know this. Things are tough right now. We hear almost every day about the safety of our students and our staff at schools. As a former school counselor, I was in schools for eight years, Red Wing, Rochester, South St. Paul. Thank you guys for, for getting my career going for me and, and let me be a part of your districts. Mm -hmm. Well, and so I'm going to have some of my counselor friends come on who are working in schools, who are on the front lines. And we're going to talk about what they're doing to support students, what they're doing to support staff. What are you guys doing to provoke, uh, promote an, uh, an element of safety in your schools? What are you doing to promote healthy, positive environments in your schools? Another thing I want to do in season two is ask you guys, what's up? What do you guys want to see? What do you guys want to hear on the, on the podcast? There's a lot of things that people are going through. We know that. Maybe some of you guys are in therapy. I hope a lot of you are. I think it's great. I'm obviously biased, but I think everybody, regardless of your life circumstances, can use the support of therapy. But let's talk about what you guys want to see and what you guys want to hear in the podcast. I'm here for you, baby. <laughs> let's do this stuff. So I'm going to ask you guys, what kind of topics, what kind of scenarios, what kind of things do you guys want to hear about? JoJo and I will probably talk about it. We'll give some ideas. We'll give some suggestions. We'll tell you what we're, what we're seeing in the field. And we'll really have a good time kind of exploring some of the stuff that you guys are really asking us to do. And so that's going to be a big part of season two as well. It's going to be interactive. I can't wait to see you guys on the journey with me. And so today, as we're starting season two, it's spring. I want to cover a topic just for a little bit, short time. It's just me today. No guests. This is just kind of speaking from the heart. And I want to talk to you guys about the idea of springtime and what that might mean for some of us and some of you listening or watching right now when it comes to depressive symptoms and suicide and mental health. So here's what we know. We've known this for a long time. Suicide rates actually spike in the spring. I don't think that that's a huge surprise to a lot of people listening, but maybe so. But the fact of the matter is, is that we've seen it. Research has showed it. Data trends have shown it over the years. That actually as the weather gets nice in the spring, April, May, or if you're where I'm from, Wisconsin, Minnesota, sometimes it's June. But as the weather gets nice, we tend to see suicide rates actually actually spike and then they continue to decrease and level off again towards the end of the year. And that seems counterintuitive. I know a lot of people are like that. Why, why would that be? You make it through. And this is particularly important for those who experience all the different seasons or long winters is like we made it through a really long, dark, cold for many people isolating winter. 
And now spring is here. And how come we just don't feel better? It's sunny out. The weather's changing. The days are long. I made it. But what we see sometimes, and, and this may resonate with some of you, and if it does, I want you to listen up. There's almost a pressure to feel better in the spring. Everybody around us seemingly is feeling good. Everybody around us is starting to kind of awake from the winter slumber, come out of hibernation, shed that skin, for a lack of a better term. And sometimes that pressure can really, really mount on those of us who maybe aren't feeling that same energy, that same alleviation of the winter blues, that same excitement for spring. And so you know what happens is we tend to get more and more invites to do stuff. We tend to hear more people outside. People are walking. The cities are alive. People are out running. There's events going on. It's great summer weather. And guess what? Maybe I don't just feel the energy or it's not matching. And I still feel bad. And so one of the reasons that I think we see these suicide rates spike is the idea of like everything around me seems to be regrowing and regenerating and almost a rebirth from the people around me to the plants and the animals around me to the weather to the long days. And if I'm not feeling that, and if I'm still feeling really depressed, really down, really anxious, really low energy, I think that pressure can really start to mount. And now I feel like I'm letting people down, or I feel like I'm letting myself down, or I should have the energy to do this stuff. What's wrong with me? Or why do I still feel these depressive symptoms when the days are nice and everybody tells me that seasonal affect disorder generally impacts people only during the winter? And so if that resonates with you, one of the big things, the biggest takeaway from today's session or today's episode that I can tell you, please hold on to this, is the idea of it is okay. You don't need to feel that pressure. Take it off. Take a deep breath. Right now, if you're listening and you've been feeling this huge, big-time pressure to join your friends or join your family or just get outside or to feel better because the days are long and the sun shines out and the birds are chirping, and if you're not feeling it, Take that deep breath. No worries. No worries. That's okay. There is nothing about our bodies and our brain chemistry and our circumstances and our situation that says, bam, April 1, you have to feel better. I know that we feel that sometimes, but I can tell you, you're not letting anybody down. You're not letting yourself down. We got all kinds of time to enjoy summer and enjoy spring. That will come. But if you're not feeling it right now, as the days change and as the days get warmer and as the days get longer, it's all right. Tend to your health, tend to your well-being. The next piece to this is the idea of if you are feeling that way, what kind of things are you doing to help yourself navigate this situation? I like to call them health practices. They're things all of us can do. Some of them are very, very cliche and seemingly corny, and other ones are more about connecting with people. But if you engage in these health practices, on an active basis, even if you don't feel like it because you're not feeling well, research has shown that this will help to mitigate the impacts of depression or anxiety or just stress and worry. Simple ones like hydrating, eating right, sleeping well, those kinds of things. We all know that. We all know that. We talk about it all the time. They seem very cliche, but they're cliche because they work and because there's, there's data to support that these things do help us. Even if you don't feel like eating, get yourself some good food throughout the day. Even if you don't feel like drinking water, hydrate your body. Even if you don't feel like you can sleep well, take the attempt, right? Give yourself calm. Do some activities at night to calm yourself down. Try to get yourself ready for sleep. Those are big ones. Other things like activating your body. Just move, right? Sometimes if we're feeling super depressed, 
or we're feeling like super down or low energy to get out of bed might be the hardest move of the day. But look at it. Look at the couch across the room. Get yourself up and walk to the couch. Get yourself up to the bathroom. Walk to the bathroom. That's it. That's all we ask today is just to walk to the bathroom. Or if you can, just take a, take a trip down the steps. Go outside. That's it. Just activate your body a little bit. That will get yourself moving a little bit more. Maybe tomorrow you activate it a little bit more and move a little bit more. That helps. We want to get your body up and get you going. It's hard. I know it's so difficult. But if you're willing and able to give it a shot, then chances are we can build on that momentum and things will continue. It might not happen right away. It takes practice. But the want and the motivation to do it, start small. Get yourself, activate your body just a little bit. Other things like connecting with other people. We know this happens a lot. I'm feeling like shit, low energy. Everybody's starting to invite me to stuff. Everybody's out making moves. Everybody's out having fun seemingly. Not always the truth, but seemingly. And I just can't do it. I just don't feel it. I'm still struggling. That's okay. You don't have to say yes to everything. But just connect with people in some ways, right? Recognize that you have support. Recognize that you have people who care about you. Reach out to them a little bit. Just connect a little bit. Get yourself moving. Get away from that isolation that maybe you've been feeling, even if you don't want to, right? Some of the stuff, we know it. If I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling low energy, I'm feeling overwhelmed. For a lot of us, we shut down, we turn inward, and we kind of shut things out. All I'm asking you to do is start to turn outward a little bit. That doesn't mean you need to accept invitations to do stuff. You don't need to be going to happy hour. You don't need to do any of that shit. But you just have to start with connecting a little bit with people. Okay, that's a big piece of this. So these small health practices, the last one, the last one that I will tell you is this idea of optimism and the idea of a positive outlook. When you're in it, when you're living it, any tough situation, whether it's a depressive episode, whether it's a panic attack, whether it's a hard relationship, whether it's any point of life that's tough, when you're living it, when you're in it, when you're in it, it feels like you're never going to get out. It feels like this is what the rest of life is going to be. I don't see a way that this is going to end. You have to trust that it will. If it's a depressive episode, oftentimes, thanks to nature, those alleviate, right? We self-correct, they alleviate. Symptoms tend to alleviate at times. But if not, those health practices can help you get to that point, help to alleviate that. If it's a relationship, if it's a job, if it's whatever, something that you're struggling with, recognize that this is a simple plot point on the long journey of life. Simple plot point, right? It's a time, it's an intersection of time and space that will pass. You're going to have lots of them. You're going to have billions of them as you move through life. Recognize that this is just that. Time, place, in this long journey and it's not here forever and things will change and you will get through it and you will come out the other side whatever that looks like doesn't necessarily mean a depressive episode it can mean anything but you need to take ownership of it and work towards it we want you to work towards it we want you to put the effort in even when it doesn't feel like you can because you deserve it you absolutely deserve it and so some of the other stuff that we see with these spring spikes and suicide is some of us winter's been tough been a long winter Maybe I've been suicidal. Maybe I've been incredibly depressed and things have been rough. I haven't had the energy. This is what else we see. Sometimes people haven't had the energy to attempt suicide. And so springtime comes and maybe some people get some more energy back. And that energy combined with struggling still and feeling not great for some people leads to an increase in attempts. So if you're feeling that energy but you're also feeling suicidal, you're still feeling like you're really struggling and you're, you're a threat, you're, you may harm yourself, use that energy to get some support, get some help. Remember, time and place. You are going to get through this piece, this period of your life. This plot point is one, 
There's a lot more plot points coming up in this journey. And so use that energy to get some support, get some help, reach out. A lot of people, a lot of supports there. And so, but that is a reason that we see suicide rates spike in the spring as well. Some people who have been feeling suicidal for months or weeks or days during the winter didn't have the energy. Now I have the energy. I want you to turn that energy into something that can help you and support you to move through it. Okay. But research shows that that's something else that contributes. I'm just giving you guys facts as to why we see suicide rates spike in the spring. And I'm also giving you guys reasons as to why we can combat it and how we can get through it. And why I'm having this conversation with you guys, because right now it's April 18th in Denver today. It was 78 degrees. It's beautiful out. I know back home in Minnesota and Wisconsin last week, it was in the 80s. I know down south, you guys have been in summer for months already. It's something I'm not used to, but I know you guys have been. And so what we're saying and what I'm saying to you today is do do a self-check. Where are you at? Spring is here. The weather's getting nice. We hope that for everybody that feels like a chance at rebirth and regrowth, we've got a new year. We've got summer coming up. But check in with yourself and recognize that at this point, the whole cliche that it's okay to not be okay, it rings true, number one, especially right now. When everybody else seems to be doing okay and when the world is, is starting over in a sense with spring and great weather and everything's growing again and everything's alive. That idea that if you're not matching up with that energy, take the pressure off yourself. That's okay. It's April. We got a lot of months. We got a lot of months. Even in the Midwest, we got a lot of months of warm weather. And so all I want you guys to do is do a little bit of a self-check today. How am I doing? What's my energy level? Am I being honest with myself? If there's any concerns about your energy and letting people down and not matching up and, man, am I ever going to get into the summer or does this just feel like the next step and something that's going to essentially make me feel like shit? The answer is no. And B, what can you do to help yourself move through it? Whether it's a health practice, whether it's connecting with somebody else, whether it's sending a text, calling a hotline, getting in touch with your therapist, or just getting yourself up and getting yourself moving and trusting that you can get through it and you will get through it. We just want you to look that way. That's all I'm asking today. This is the first episode of season two, and I just want everybody to kick it off with me on a healthy, happy note. And so we got a lot coming up this season. I'm super stoked. We're going to drink beers. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs because my bucks are down 1-0 at this point, and I'm not, not super thrilled about it. I hope they get the win around that. Would love to see them in the finals again. So we're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about music. You guys can see it right here if you're watching. If you're streaming, I got the Follow Boy record, the uh, ordered up the vinyl. I love it. Been on my record player since I got it. We're going to talk about music. We got a lot happening this summer. One of the good things about summer is everybody's back out on tour. So, what music are you into? What tours are you going to? What concerts are you going to see? Maybe we'll catch up. Maybe we'll meet up at some. I'm planning to go to a bunch. And so, I can't wait for you guys to be on the journey with me. JoJo is going to be here. Holly's going to be here. Ty's going to be here. Some of my school counselor friends are going to be here. Some of my industry friends are going to be here. Who knows who's going to show up? Who knows what's going to happen? I know it felt like I left you guys for a long time. At least it felt like it for me. I felt pretty bad about it. No doubt. I was kind of down on myself. But guess what, baby? We are back. So you don't look like a therapist. Season two, first ther- final thoughts. Take care of yourself. It's spring, and that's great. And we got a lot of months of warm weather and a lot of months to do stuff. Don't put that pressure on yourself if you're not feeling it yet. You'll get there, and we'll all get there together. I love you guys. Thanks for joining me. We're off and running season two. It's Mox. Peace.